something good. Amen. In our degenerate state, he picked us up. God bless you all. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. It's wonderful to see you on Zoom. God bless you all. I can see you. And I know we've all had a wonderful day. Amen. Amen. It's good to be here. I want to sing, come and go with me. That's the one, 970. In my father's house. Amen. Come and go with me to my father's house, to my father's house, to my father's house. Come and go with me to my father's house, where there's peace, sweet King Jesus will be there. Let me walk with you. 
found me. You found me when I was so lonely. And you found me when I was so blue. You found me when no it was no one could love us we were so miserable and degenerate amen god's love everlasting we have a couple prayer requests start off with some good news we have a note here from sister francine she wants to thank the saints for all their prayers she is home from the hospital to god be the glory i'm assuming you're doing much better sister francine god bless you we'll continue to remember you in prayer I've also heard that Brother Milko is doing better, and we want to remember him in prayer tonight, and Sister Lisa Weber and Sister Claire Wallman, we want to remember them as well. And I also have a fellow I work with who's been talking about his nephew, William, who's 14 years old, and it looks like he has terminal cancer, and he's been talking about him last last week or so, and I finally said we would pray for him. Because what else can we, what else can we offer? We have no medical advice, we have nothing to say to him other than Jesus is the answer, amen? So we'll remember William as well. Let's just sing a song. I'm going to have Brother Tom come up and, and pray and also uh, give us some announcements. I want to sing, Lest I forget Gethsemane, lest I forget thine agony, lead me to Calvary, amen? It's 547. Let 
Lest I forget Gethsemane Lest I forget you as we approach the throne of grace and rejoice with our dear sister Francine how God has moved wonderfully again and again and should encourage the hearts of the believers that all things are possible to them that believe and I was praying for brother Milko the other day the other I believe it was Monday thinking of the resurrection of course as we're coming into an Easter week Thinking how Brother Brown talked about how Jesus went in that realm and looked for his spirit to get that spirit, Lazarus. The Lord grab that spirit of our precious brother Milko. We need him. We need our precious brother and we won't let him go. You're never late, Lord. You're never late. We want it today. We want it right now. But God, he's willing to do it right on time, every time. And so we want to pray for our precious brother Milko, as, as uh, Sister Lisa, I see you, our dear precious sister, and, and your need, and of course Clara, and there's many of us that have needs within our bodies. We just say, oh Holy Spirit, move upon us, Lord. We are a needy people, and we believe in a living God that is very present. So let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, if at a moment, at a moment, Lord, these doors were open, the saints of God would be gathered, storming heaven for the needs of our precious brothers and sisters, especially these ones that have been voiced tonight. Our precious brother Milko, I pray, God, that in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, that you would be glorified through his testimony. And Lord, what you are going to do within the very life of a brother that has touched so many lives around the world, Lord. I'm getting emails from around the world wondering how is our precious brother Milko doing. All we can say according to the word of God, all is well. God's always on time. He's a faithful God. We've put it in your hands and we indeed do. Whether it be Milko, our sister Lisa, our sister Clara, it doesn't matter who it is, Lord. We put all our cares and burdens upon you for you careth for me 
and you careth for your children. Would you meet every need in divine presence? Brother Murphy will be ministering the word of life. And as we were praying in the back, Lord, may he be like our Samson tonight. The one that you, the great I am, are. May we say greater than Samson is present. And may you anoint the man of God. May he take the word of God. And may, Lord God, you use the vessel for the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless each one that are here, the musicians that make it possible to worship. Lord, the technicians that make it possible so that we can see one another and be with one another. I pray, God, for everyone that is present and those that are not present, that you will pour out the windows of heaven upon their thirsty souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Isn't he faithful? Isn't he a wonderful God? He's uh, a very present help in, in time of need. And, and I know that he's present amongst us. And so God bless you all. And, um, and last song we sang when I was at the pulpit on Sunday, he's here. Elijah's God is with us today. He's here to will it. We were having a wonderful time basking in the presence of the Lord because our government told us we could have four Sunday services out of six and you choose them. And there was those that said, I'm going to be at church tonight no matter what. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to be at church. So they put their number in and they were at church and oh, we had a glorious time. We had a wonderful time. I thought, oh my, Easter is going to be out of this world. It's going to be glorious, I do declare. And Monday morning, here comes a new order. No church. Churches are all shut down till April the 19th. I, I think I walked around that Monday. I didn't even know who I was. I thought, am I on the planet Earth? Because on planet Earth, normally you make an announcement and it gets better. But wherever I am, where it looks like we're in looking into the very realms of the realms of abyss. Because it's getting worser and worser. And I'm using the prophet's lingo. It's getting worse and worser and worser. And they said, no more services. And I just could not believe it. My wife couldn't believe it. We could just, I mean, I mean, the whole day was a, a mysterious day. So anyways, they shut down all services to the 19th of April for Canadians. So, as it would be, we thought, you know what? Our God is a great God. There's more than one way, as we used to say, to skin a cat. So by the grace of God, I'm uh, able to, we've been able to put all our papers and things together, the doctor's things here in Canada. And by God's grace, I'm going to be in Mount Baker Bible Way camp rejoicing with the saints on the south side. And so we're going to have an Easter, and it's going to bless not only the saints, I'm sure they're at the little uh, church, but it's going to bless the saints here. It's just a reverse takeover is what's happened. It used to be we preach in Canada, we preach to nobody. And uh, now I go to the uh, camp and I get to preach to somebody. And, uh, and now the Canadians are going to have to stream and watch us have a wonderful time. And so by God's grace, as William Cowper, we're talking about it in the back, 
said God moves in mysterious ways his wonders to perform. And I thought, think about it. God put this whole thing together that we could be together on the U.S. side at Easter time for the resurrection. And so be praying for myself. And I want to thank you all for your kind, kind emails, messaging, uh, different phone calls, different ones over the last weeks and months. The services have been wonderful, and I thank you for your kind comments. It's not us. As I said to Brother Murphy as we came out, God has given us a wonderful gift in you, Brother Murphy, and I just want that gift to operate. So we're going to pull on that gift tonight that the Holy Spirit would, would use him in a wonderful way. So there won't be any in-person service in, in Canada here at Cloverdale on Sunday. They've they taken that away from us. But we are going to have an in-person meeting, encounter with Jesus in the United States of America at Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. And God is going to come down in a supernatural way for the precious people that will be here. So we're thankful then for the presence of God, the comments that you've given. You've been extra kind, and we're going to have an extra special Easter. Brother John Andes is away this weekend, and he'll be with his brother Daniel Andes in Tucson. And Brother Daniel is praying, and the church is praying there for a pastor. And Brother Daniel might might be just fitting into the order there. And Brother John's putting his shoulder to the wheel with his brother, so we just pray that they have a wonderful time. And so then the following Sunday, I'll still be in the States, Lord willing, unless I, um, I guess I'm allowed to stay. I'll stay for another weekend, and we'll have service then at the in the morning, again at the camp, since we can't have meetings here. So we'll have a meeting at the camp. There'll be one service on Easter at 11 o'clock. So remember that, everyone, 11 o'clock. It's a one service, and the following week also. And I'll give this me time to be with the different ones that I have not seen for over a year. And I know it was it broke me up. I think it was Thanksgiving, and I was all planning to come. And, and all of a sudden, my doctor said, you can't come. Now I got a letter saying, I can come. So now it's up to customs. It's up to the customs. And we pray now that God will just open that last door and uh, we'll just have a glorious time. So I, I, so this Sunday, one service, following Sunday, next service, we'll go back to our regular schedule. Wednesday, of course, there'll be Wednesday services. Brother Michael then is going to come down. He's going to have a young people's on a, on a Saturday or a Friday night, Saturday. And then he'll be there for a Sunday night service. So we're all, we're moving, we're moving forward. So God bless you for your prayers. I just pray that our expectation will just be heightened, whether it be in Canada or America. But the one thing we said at the very beginning, we are one body. We are one bread. We are one. It's not a church on the U.S., a church in Canada. It's a body that God has called us to. We love each one dearly, and I pray for your prayers. So God bless you. Have a wonderful Easter wherever you'll be. The resurrection, we've lived in it. And now we're just waiting for the change in the bodies. So Brother Matthew, lead us in worship. And uh, and Brother Murphy will come and he'll speak to us. Did I forget anything? Everything's fine? All right. God bless you. We look forward to having a wonderful service tonight. 
And we'll see you, Lord willing, on Sunday. Or if not, we'll see you in the rapture. God bless you. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the bride today. He lives, he lives. Amen. Thought we could have a little pre-Easter singing before Easter. Always seems like Easter's just not quite long enough, you know? So since I got the chance to be song leader, let's pick some songs that have to do with the most important time of the year, really. Amen. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the bride today. I know that He is living. Whatever men may say, I see His hand of mercy. I hear His voice of cheer. And just the time I need.
Amen. Can't wait till I have some vocal cords that can actually keep up with how I want to sing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Why don't we sing How Deep the Father's Love for Us as Brother Murphy comes. It's 1199. How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all
to our Lord to give us such assurance that we know who we believe and we know who holds our future. You know, the garment doesn't hold our future. The system doesn't hold our future. And no, no devil holds our future. But our God holds our future. We're so thankful to the Lord. And so good to see everyone that's uh, on Zoom and the people that's streaming and uh, some on the U.S. side and some on the Canada side. Um, you know, if it depends on the world, or the world it just only give you the false hope. But if it depends on the Lord, He always His hope, His assurance. It's something sure that we're holding to. It's something that we believe that is holding us. So we're so thankful. And I thank you for everyone. And um, and I, I'm so uh, so glad that every time when I see the people on Zoom, and I'm just um, my heart is a blessing. And I notice some of the people there, they're still. Um, uh, in their sickness, and uh, they're still uh, under recovering, and uh, I ask the Lord to restore them, but it's still, and come streaming as a service so faithfully, I just pray the Lord to give you the double portion, and give you the special blessing, Sister Lisa, and also Sister Eleanor, I know she just uh, uh, got her surgery, of uh, get an eye, got a cataract, and um, uh, when I saw Sister Elena the other day, and uh, coming to the service, and with uh, uh, sunglasses, uh, Sister Elena, you're so cool, and you're, uh, you're that shows the faithful believer. No matter what situation they want to come for the service, no matter what sort of sickness that they're going through, but they want to meet to the Lord, and they, whenever there is a chance, and they want to go to worship the Lord, just may the Lord bless you, Sister Elena. We continue to remember her and the different need. I just wonder if we can bow our heads and uh, we pray to the Lord that it again. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, uh, it doesn't matter if it was one person or it was two or it was ten or it was a thousand, but Lord, you are still the center of our worship, Lord. No matter we're physically here or we're not physically here, you are still the center of all our eyes has been focused on. Lord, our eyes have no other well, direction that we can turn to, but only turn to you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are the center of our worship. You are the center of our life. Everything, Lord, is all hinged on you. You are our Lord that we love and that we're looking forward to meet you, Lord. But while we're still on this earth, Lord, we're in the battle. But Lord, we're thankful that we have the great general, that he is the captain of the host of the Lord. Lord, that the battle has already won. It's not the way tried to battling, but you already won the battle. So Lord, our whole faith is, the, is on you, Lord. And no matter what's the situation or to the uh, things that are around us, but Lord, uh, just keep our eyes to the focus on you. We know that the time is drawing nigh. It won't be long 
or that we're going to see it, our Lord, face to face. We thank you, Lord. And we're thankful for the, each of the believers that's here. Lord, I just pray that you break the bread and make yourself become a real again to us as you break in your word and reveal yourself to us. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let's turn to the scripture. Thank you for the musicians and to the technicians. Uh, and I'm never thankful enough to see all of you now faithfully and to play the music and some help the people to worship. And I just take a few person that's uh, in the hands of the Lord. And the Lord can do a great mighty work. Let's turn to the um, uh, book of uh, Joshua. Chapter 2. Uh, let's read it from a verse 8. The reading might be a little uh, lengthy. Uh, I'll just uh, try to um, uh, continue on the, the subject that I was speaking on the last time. Uh, look and live. And so let's uh, read together. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. Chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. And she said unto the man, I know that the Lord has given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the right sea for you when he came out of Egypt, and what he did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom he utterly destroyed. And as soon as we have heard these things, our heart did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man. Because of you, for the Lord your God is a God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that he will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. And that he will save a life of my father and my mother and my brethren and my sister and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. And the man answered her, our life for yours. If ye utter not this our business, and it shall be when the Lord has given us the land that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by the cord through the window for her house was upon the town wall and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuer meet you, and hide yourself there three days, until the pursuers be returned. And afterward may you go your way. And the man said unto her, We will be blameless of this uh, thy oath, which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. And if thou alter this not our, if thou alter this our business, then we will be Quit of thy oaths which thou hast made us to swear. And she said, According unto your word, so bid it. And she sent them away, and it departed, and she bound the scarlet lie in the window.
May the Lord bless his word. You may be seated. You know that we're living in this um, uh, rough time, I'll call it. Uh, but this is also the Easter season. And so that is the, uh, I think the Brother John that's going to mention the last time. It's the greatest uh, amongst the whole year, uh, that's the Easter season. You know, whenever I'm uh, talking about Easter, the one thing that always come to my mind, Brother Bram talking about Easter flower. And uh, he said uh, uh, in the, during the First World War, when one of the, uh, the chaplain was walking us through the fields uh, and so the, all the, uh, the gas and the poison has uh, gassed all the uh, flowers, the grass and uh, uh, the trays and everything. And so when he was going through that, he saw there was a little stone and he flipped over the stone and that there is a little Easter flower uh, that was uh, blooming. And so that he was thinking of the song, the Rock of Age, clap for me. And I was thinking this is the time, uh, probably at a very similar to the field that this uh, chaplain has went through. You go look at around and at everywhere, it seems like there's no sign of a life. All trees dead, all grass is dead, and the human beings are dead. I'm not just talking about the pandemic that we're going through. Uh, this is only just uh, 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 just one of the things in the whole worst uh, things that, that uh, happen is around this world. But I'm talking about the whole world that is, uh, uh, if you, uh, what, no matter where you look, you, you doesn't solve, uh, let's, not to, not to, not talk about the face, it doesn't even make sense. The people you even lost their the common sense of the things of to, uh, have the regular, uh, mind to think things is right. And, uh, but we're thankful that, uh, there is a, a rock clap for me, that a clap for us. And whenever there's a, uh, you're going through the, the whole world, you will find out that there's always a, uh, there's a sign of a resurrection, the sign of life that a God has that branded it down to us. So in, during this Easter season, I'm so thankful that the Lord uh, gave us, uh, uh, the resurrected life that is through the message that we heard. Now, no matter what you're going through, but under that rock, the rock of ages, there's a still uh, Easter flower, uh, brother Anthony and sister Rosie. I know I saw you every time at a faithful day there. Uh, I, I'm so thankful, so thankful that I can have somebody that's uh, loved the Lord and uh, be an example of the, uh, of the people. And, uh, you know, when we're going through all these uh, things that are on this earth, when we saw the differences that happened, and I think it is uh, the Lord to try to uh, say to us, may our eyes always focus on the right thing. No matter what things is going around, uh, this is the time. I remember Brother Tom was at a preacher that about two weeks ago. This is the time that we need to be focused. If we have a focus is wrong, that we need to be refocused ourselves. And because of the, this time is the time for us to apply the token. It's not the time to argue about the word and have the accumulating the knowledge that in our mind. But this is the time to apply the token. This is the time to believe what is the word of God has said. Whatever that God has said, and He will make it come to pass. No matter who said what or what is it around us, when God's word says, though there is a many distractions, 
But if you can look at it right, if you can keep your eyes, your eyes of faith, focus on what God has said, God will always make His word come to pass. And especially in time like this. When time like this, critical events happen, critical things that happen in our life, when we saw, when we saw the Satan behind us, the whole thing was moving and trying to make the people become cool off, trying to make the people become lukewarm. And that's behoved to us to focus our eyes on what is the word of God has said that it about. And in this last hour, and instead of, uh, uh, instead of uh, let our eyes be distracted in the difference of other things. And in this age, if you really look at the God's word, it becomes harder and harder because there are so many voices. There's so many uncertain sounds that is around us. But God still gave us something that is very certain and has never wavered. And so we know that God gave us this, uh, the prophet that in this age, and he sent a message to us. We'll say, what a mighty message that we have received. What a mighty sign and miracles and the things that has happened in a prophet's ministry that we can look at that. And we know God is the truth. And we know what is the God has done that a year before that He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we can keep our eyes on Him, just to believe on what He has said. But when we look at this book of Joshua, and if you look at the chapter one, in the very beginning, and the word of God says that my servant Moses has dead, and that's after. The, uh, if you just look at uh, the first uh, chapter of the first few uh, first verses, there it seems like it gave us a, such a sad uh, beginning. The prophet passed away. There's a no prophet like a prophet Moses. Even the uh, in the book of the uh, the last book of the Moses five book, the, the book of Deuteronomy, and it says that and there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. And he's the great prophet, has the great sign leading the people that are during the 40 years that in the wilderness. But in the book of Joshua, the first verse, and to give it, it says, and to the after the, the, uh, the death of my servant Moses. But then the Lord gave it an encouragement to Joshua, said to be strong and uh, encouraged and not him. Uh, let me just read it some. To you, he said, Moses, my servant is dead, and now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou, and all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. So, what uh, during, uh, well, into the, the beginning, it seems like it said that the prophet had passed away, but while, when he was a passed away, God gave uh, Joshua a ministry to lead the, the people into the promised land. It's not just to look at the manna to fall and look at the signs and the miracles and different things as it happened. But this is the time for them to really start to battling. This is the time. It's not for them to waiting for the manna drop from heaven. But they have to go across the Jordan to do battle, to fight, but to possess the land the Lord gave it to them. But Lord promised them that they will never be defeated. The Lord promised them that He will get led to the Joshua, to the general. God was sent to the captain to lead them into that. And that He will divide the land for them. Give them the portion that it belongs to each tribe. I think that God in this age also say the same thing to us. Though the prophet has passed away. 
as a, as a dead, but the Holy Spirit is still moving. No matter it seems like a how sad that it seems like the situation that is, but God still is moving that amongst us to the people. The Holy Spirit is still leading the people. The God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. No matter what, uh, uh, you know, we look at the, the prophets and we look at the ministry and the uh, great the ministry, uh, the, like our prophet in this age, but that's not what our eyes supposed to be looking at all. Though he had the great sign, but we have to understand that the ministry has changed. It's not just the one man's ministry of the prophet anymore, but it's the Holy Spirit, and it takes the same message and inspire it and make it live in each person. So that God make it each member that fitly that into this one body and then that a body of a bride of Jesus Christ and start to moving forward. That's the same spirit that is in the one man that in the prophet, but even greater when he come into the bride of Jesus Christ. So the one we're looking at that in the ministry, you know, the people there, uh, some of the people they might say the. Uh, you know, the prophet was a, a pastor of the way, and they, uh, I remember some people that said, the reason the Lord takes the, the prophet of the way, because he doesn't want our eyes be just focused on the, uh, on the man, and but be focused on the, uh, on, uh, on the message. Uh, I won't say that's right or wrong, but I have a different view of, of that. I don't think it is the God just to take the prophet away, just to try to avoid us, to keep our eyes just on him. I believe God has a, a continuing ministry that in the bride of Jesus Christ. When it's the spirit in the, the prophet, there's only one man. But when the spirit, when a prophet uh, was uh, out of the sin, one was uh, passed away, that spirit now can go to the body of Jesus Christ. It's not just something that God has to take the prophet away so that our eyes not focus on him. But God had taken him away in order for the spirit, just like the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ. If in Jesus Christ alone, this was only one. But he said, if I go, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit will come. Then the Holy Spirit can live in each individual. Can live in Brother Matthew. Can live in Ella. Can live in Sam. Can live in you. Uh, Omokoko. <laughs> can live in all the people. Those on the Zoom. Sister Rena, the different person. Or and Louise. Uh, and all of you, Sam. That is not only one the spirit that in the one man, in the prophet, but now the spirit can uh, get himself into each body. It's, so that doesn't give us an excuse that I said, okay, that the prophets are the way, that we don't see the, uh, the signs and the wonders anymore. No, actually, that's, uh, he said, if I go out, there, when the spirit will come on you, greater work that you will do. That means that that will be multiplied. There was a more power than of the Holy Spirit. It's not only just in the one man in the prophets and the ministry anymore, but it's in the body, Brother Victor. But it's in the whole body, in each member, Sister Titi. That in all this is a member, now they have the Spirit of a God that kind of moving in them. So it is not getting lesser, but it is getting greater works the Lord is going to do. So whenever that's sort of when the ministry started changing, we find out is the work of the Lord is not a diminishing, but it's just getting greater. 
No matter what situation that we're going, that we're going through, but the work of the Lord always go greater. Every time when the ministry change is not that the ministry go down the hill, but the ministry go up higher and higher. And the work of the Lord become multiplied and more multiplied. And it's never, God's word never become a stale. It's never become a, a, a stale, just keeping it in there. But, but be in front of, uh, in despite of all the hardship and the difficult, but the work of the Lord getting greater and greater. If we look at that in the right eye, right face of that, we will come out from the depressed our condition. We'll come out from the woe unto me that are situation. When we're facing that, if our eyes look at the Lord, the prophet has a death. The prophet has passed away, but the Holy Spirit still the same Holy Spirit. That Spirit is not going to be diminishing, but I'm expecting the Spirit of a God to move mightily again. That in this hour, when we look at that, look at it in the right eye with the right face, you can expect that God is going to do the greater thing. God is going to still do the healing. God's still going to deliver. He's still going to save our children. He's still going to save our lives. Of the ones, no matter what situation they went through, no matter how how seemingly the situation become an impossible, more impossible than ever. But if your eyes look at it right, God will say, "This is not getting diminisher. This is not getting decrease. But this is getting increase." Because when John said, "I must decrease, he must increase," because he's coming. He know his ministry compared to that ministry. It's case of decreasing. He's feeding away. It's not means the whole ministry gonna be feeding away. But God's just announcing to us there's a greater ministry is coming. So that's the same thing that was a God to do in this age. When the prophets are the pastor of the way, but the spirit of God is still moving. And then we saw in the, the prophet's time, and in the book of Joshua, and uh, the Lord had commanded Joshua as the leading of the people into the land. And he divided the land to the four of them. And be strong and be bold. And just go into the land and possess it. Because God said, I am already to give it to you. And uh, but when the Joshua, the Lord gave his commandment. And he commanded it to the people in Israel. But the people in Israel, they must have the same revelation. To follow the ministry. And then we saw that in the book of Joshua. And uh, the Lord said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And they answered Joshua saying, in the 16, all that thou hast commanded us, we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go. People must be under the same spirit. And that when Joshua, the Lord, gave them a commandment, leading the people into it, what does the people say? People said, all you command, we will do. And then he said, wherever you go, send it us, we will go. And then the people said continually, he said, according as we hearken unto Moses and all saying, so will we hearken unto thee. That means uh, we, how we follow Moses when he was alive, we will follow you. And that I'm thinking about in this hour. I don't know if you, uh, you know, maybe I, 
I'm listening sometimes, I'll listen to the, the tape. And also, not only listening to Brother Branham and Sister Boy, I listen to the background often. And some of the, the, the people that, uh, uh, some of the tape that I listen to, you can hear the people say, Amen. You can hear it, uh, the people, there's a, uh, I remember, I don't know who that person is, but I always, uh, uh, always inspired by that person. Uh, it was in one of the messages, Brother Branham said certain things, and he shouted, I believe it. And then the brother man said the other thing said, yes, I believe it. I was thinking, that's a follower. And then the prophet showed a sign and everything. And that's the person right in the congregation. Then he said, I believe it. That means I'll follow whatever you said. Whatever you said, that's absolutely the truth. And then uh, there was another person. I think brother Brandon mentioned it uh, uh, quite a few times. Uh, uh, brother Ben. I forgot his last name, but what is it? It was brother Ben. And uh, he's a, such a character. And you can always recognize his voice that adds it in the back. And when Brother Bram says certain things, amen. And that's a booming voice. Just to uh, rise it up. And I heard uh, one testimony regarding this uh, Brother Bam. It was one brother in Arizona one time. And he told me, he said, uh, he, uh, his father or some of the person who don't know this uh, Brother Bam. And he said, one time this uh, Brother Bam, and that uh, he was just on the street. And he tried to witness it to the uh, uh, to the people. And what he did, he tried to uh, imim, uh, mimicking dog bark. I don't know if you ever heard of this a testimony. He was just, uh, rawr, 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 and uh, crawling on the, on the ground. And then the people started gathering and said, what is this band doing? What is the guy's doing? Then he writes up, he's a tall guy. He said, now I attract your attention. I can share the profit to you. <laughs> he just tried to mimic him the dog bark. I said, that's a follower. That's the people, when the prophets are still alive, they followed that prophet. They saw the sign. They know God sent the prophet. They know God is the true. They know that God is not dead. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. They saw the sign of a resurrection. So they followed him wholeheartedly. And Brother Branham even talking about this, Brother Ben, when it was a talk about a marriage and a divorce, he said that the brother Ben had taken his wife and had come on over and he said, no matter what you said, brother, brother Branham, even that take as we have to divorce and separate, he doesn't have a revelation yet, but he said, we will do it. I said, what a follower of the, the prophet. What a follower of God that have for the word in that age. It doesn't, no matter take what cost, no matter what it costs, we will follow the man. We will follow the prophet. We will follow the message that in that hour. No matter what the people said, prophet, whatever you said, I will follow. You know, you take a person determined like that, then the sovereign grace is coming down. And if our brother Ben, that he was in such a determination, whatever the prophet, whatever you said, even it take me to be separated from it and my wife. Though that's not to the will of the Lord to separate. But he doesn't know. Even he doesn't have the revelation. But he determined one thing. This prophet is right. This man is God sending a man. God gave the truth to this man. And I will follow through. No matter what he said. I will follow through. When a person have a such a determination, want to follow the word of a God to the dot, no matter what he said, I will follow, then the sovereign grace coming down. 
the sovereign grace of a God and he used to the brother Branham when it was a set in the marriage and divorce. She said, I, the Lord has sent me, commanded me on the mountain there. Said, I allow you to live as you are. If you love your wife, take your wife at home, live happily, and never do this thing wrong again. Then the sovereign grace come. But it takes the people to determine, I'm going to follow through whatever the word of God has said. Sometimes you don't have the revelation yet, but you said to the Lord, Lord, whatever your word said, I believe it. No matter what your word said, I believe it. Maybe I'm a dumb as they can be. Maybe I don't have the revelation as some brothers that I had. But Lord, I have a word revelation. You send this a prophet and you give me this message. I'm going to follow through. When a person sincere like that, determined like that, God's sovereign grace can coming down to that person. When I look at them, I was thinking about what a follower that the prophet had. What a follower, just like those people in the book of Joshua. They said to the Joshua, said, as we follow the Moses, we will follow you. No matter what you said, we will go. No matter how you commanded, we will go or whatever that you send us to. And I want to say, you know, this afternoon I was, uh, when I was uh, preparing, I said to the Lord, I said, how our testimony can compare with those people? That wind the prophet of the life and they followed him. Bill Dell and they drive hundreds of hundreds of miles and go to listen to the every service whenever the brother Brandon preached. And then you're thinking about the people sometimes even driving a hundreds, thousand miles just for one service. Cause they saw that. They saw the sign of a resurrection. They know God is alive. They know this is not a theologian, but this is the living God. That is through as a prophet and ministry. They saw that. And then they give their whole heart to the Lord. Bill Dell, that has no other suit, but it just with no other change of clothes. But when he saw the baptism of the truth, when he saw the light of God, he said, I want to be baptized. I wasted a three piece of a suit, go into the water. I said, what a follower of the word of a God. That they saw the sign that in that hour, I was thinking, Lord, how my testimony going to be with that? But then I realized, no, Lord. I saw the same thing. Though I didn't see the physical body of the prophet, but I saw the message. I saw the word of the promise in this hour. How they follow them. I said, Lord, by your grace, I'm going to follow the, I follow this message just as they follow the prophet. Just as those people has said, oh, they had commanded us and we will do. Wherever you will send us to go, that we will go. We will hearken unto Moses just as we are for, we hearken unto you just as we hearken unto the Moses. And I was thinking, Lord, give me the grace. Let me follow you just as those people has been following you. Let me follow the word in this hour. Reveal the word just as them has to follow you. By God's grace, the pride of Jesus Christ in this hour, they will do the same thing just as those people did. The Lord has given us the word. The Lord has given us the faith. He has given us the grace. And he will let us follow through. 
No matter what situation, no matter how dark the world is going to get. But God has a group of people, even in this hour, that's them, Bill Dow, Brother Ben, all of them had to follow that prophet. Though we didn't see the prophet, but we received the same message that they have to receive. And we follow the same word that they are following. So the end of the prophet, it was a one-man ministry. But now, the Spirit of God moved out from the prophet into the bride of Jesus Christ. Now it is the body ministry. Then we look at that. And Rahab, and she's in the promised land, even before the Israelites has go in there. And God gave it of the land to the Israelites. He has ordained them. That to go into the land to possess. And the first city they have to take is the city of Jericho. And there is a person in there that her name is Rehab. That is the predestinated seed that is in that promised land there. But you see, she was in the promised land. She was born that in the promised land. And she dwell in their land. That land God has said to uh, Israelites, so that's the land full with the milk and honey. That land that is the land that was a valley, the land was mountain, the land uh, was a former rain and the latter rain. That's a beautiful land that is the Lord has uh, uh, given to them, given to the Israelites. But though Rehab was uh, living on that land, she was uh, born in that land, but she's a harlot. She's a live alive. As a prostitute, as a street walker, though she was in that land, was born in that, and has all the privilege of the people of the promised land has been given, but her life still is the life of a prostitute. I'm thinking about it today, and that the people can live in the promised land, can born in the promised land, but doesn't make a but doesn't live alive as a believer that should live. But doesn't live alive as a privileged person that should live. They know they born, you know, we call them the born in the message or in the land of the promise. And they are called to be the, uh, the children of God. But their life is not to match up to what the Lord has given to them for them to believe. Just like this, uh, the rehab of what she did. Though she's in a predestinated seed, she's a, oh, she lives in the land of the promise, that has all the promises of a God that belongs to the people, to her that are in that land, but she herself doesn't come to that a real life of a what's the believer that it should live. And what make her become a prostitute? It's not because of the land that she was living in, but it's the inhabitants, the inhabitants that live in that land that make her live the life like a harlot. Though she has all the promise, but she cannot manifest the promise. Though she has to live in the land of her promise, but her life cannot manifest, reflect what is the land that's supposed to give it to her. Because of the inhabitants on that land, all 
they can do is can only make her a harlot. The rehab, though she is a predestinated seed, but the life, it has to take someone from the outside to deliver her, then to take her out of the city of Jericho, and so that she can enjoy the promised land. And all the promise that is in there. Though a person can be born in the message. Though a person can live in the promise of that. They can live in the church. Can receive the word. Can hear it. Can listen and can read to it. They live in the richest food they can ever get. But if the inhabitants on that land is the wrong people. They will never be able to manifest what is the God supposed them to manifest. And all God needs to do is to drive out the inhabitants that are in that land so that she can reveal, she can live all the potential that God had given to her. So for the believer, that's the same thing. That the inhabitants of the land is incapable of changing the harlot Rahab, though she is a predestinated seed. And that the inhabitants on this land is not a, able to change us if we just have a good intention. If we just have the education. If we just try to turn a new page and to try to, you said, I, you know, I come to the church. I, I want to change my determined. I'm going to the change and I'm not going to do things that is wrong anymore. That won't do the work. Because all you, you still living in there, you still believing to it, but it has to take it to someone crossing the Jordan River, going to that city, let the wall crumbling down, deliver her out of that, then she can become a changed person. And for us, it's taking it the same thing. No matter how long you live in the church, no matter how you try to read the message, but if without the Holy Spirit give you a born again experience to really living in you, to deliberate you, and to re- release you from the bondage of this world, you can never be reflected in the potential that God has given to you. And we saw the rehab. She lived in the land. And it's uh, what she, um, how she was uh, delivered and come out of there. It's not just because she treats the messenger right. It's not only just because she received the messengers. As the Bible has uh, said. It's not only uh, she dealt uh, kindly uh, to those spies. But it's because of the token that she holds it true. That no matter what's it happened, no matter who you said to what's, uh, 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 what's happened to that around her, all her eyes was to look through that token that those messengers has given her. You think about if a rehab just treated those spies good and let them go, but without desperately asking, said, I pray you give me a true token. If without that, though she treated the spy right, though she received the messenger, if we said it that way, she's still going to be destroyed and perish just like everybody else did. But it's a token that they give it to her and she believe it and she'd hang it in there. No matter how many people mocking her and slander to her and about that and laughing at her, but all what she do 
She was looking through that token. That scarlet cord. And she hanging on that window. Every time when she looked through that window, looking it out, she always looked through that token that she had. That's what is the God wanted the bride of Jesus Christ to look. When you look at the outside, it's not a look at the, what's the situation getting worse. It's not a look at the, the trials is getting harder, but look through the token that God has given to you. When you have the life of Jesus Christ, look through that token life that you have. Look past all your failure. Look past all your mistakes. Look past all the darkness. All you saw is your deliverance is coming near. And when we look at the rehab, and all she was the one through, nothing that the inhabitants on that land cannot change her. If I would say, that education cannot change her. Her church cannot change her. And her ideology, the theologian, all her determination, try to change her from a bad person to a good person, that cannot change her. But God has a greater ministry coming to change her. And when she was still dwelling in that land, God sent her in a ministry, which is the greater ministry that for her sake is going to deliver her. You know, when, when we're coming in this last age, God's sending us a greater ministry. It's not necessarily in the great uh, sense where we're talking about a scale. We're talking about a multiply more things that you will do. Because I go to my Father. Then he sent down the Holy Spirit. When this greater ministry is coming, as it is coming to rehab, you're thinking about it, this harlot. And nothing is going to change her. All her life is living in the promised land, but without getting the promise. All her life, she was living in the privilege that the Lord gave it to her, but she wouldn't able to get it. It's like the people live under the privilege, but all their life that they couldn't get what they asked for. All their life, they can sit in the pew, they can in their room, they can reading the message, listening to it, but without that the life of Jesus Christ to be manifested in them. But God sent them a greater ministry, just like she sent, He sent a ministry to the harlot. That ministry is going to change her harlotry. That ministry is going to destroy all her past. That ministry is going to take her into God's chosen people and to call her to be the elected. That ministry is not only just to deliver her out of Jericho, but that ministry is going to take her out of Jericho and send her to Bethlehem. That ministry is going to marry her to a great general called Salmon. And by union with the Salmon, the general, that she gave birth to Boaz, the kinsman redeemer. And you're thinking about it by that greater ministry is not only change her from a hollow tree. It's not only just to deliver her, but to send her from the cursed city, take her out to the Bethlehem, the bread basket that the Lord gave it to her. And by childbearing, she gave birth to Boaz. 
and all those things, even that ministry, that greater ministry that even take her from the Old Testament to New Testament, included her in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. What a greater ministry that is. I would say God gave us the same ministry. And the let us live in the promise that, but he sends it in the ministry, which is the Holy Spirit will go take the word and reveal himself inside of you. That is the greater ministry. That greater ministry gonna change your heartry. That great ministry gonna take you out of from the denominational city wall and it transfer you to that to the Bethlehem, the bread of basket. And that greater ministry, the Holy Spirit, going to take you not only out of the cursed city, take you to the blessed city, but he'll let you marry to that great, great general called Jesus Christ. By the union, he give it a seed to you so that you can be saved in child bearing. Not just a bearing, a physical child, but you bearing the life of Jesus Christ. That is the great ministry that God gave it to us. And we saw rehab. And when she, when a messenger gave her the token, and all they required is you take your whole family under that token. Nobody can go in and out. Everybody in that house under that token is saved. Rahab, her whole life is to hinge on that. And all our life is to hinge on that a token. Forbiddance to the complete, to the word of a God. To the whole word of a God entitles you the token. When you receive the messenger, when you receive the what he said, the message will give you a token life. It's not your life. But it's the life of God. It's not just that a messenger gave it a life. But it's God's own life for your life. The spies said, our life for yours. But this is the God said, my life for yours. I give my life to you. You hang that a little token. No matter how impossible seems like that token. Gonna save you. But when you receive it, just by faith to believe it. Let your whole family come under it. And let your whole eye look through that. Don't look at anything else. But only look at what is the token as it give it to you. And when you believe it, let your eyes look at it. Then that token will deliver you. And we saw that Rehab, she never... Saw a miracle. All she saw, all what she did, it just heard. She heard that God opened up the right sea. She never physically meets another prophet. She never physically even see Joshua. But all what she did, she just heard. And then she believed. How can she believe it? Because she's the predestinated seed. How can you believe it? Because you are a predestinated seed. No other people can believe it. You have to see, thinking about it in the heart, in a rehab. She said, we all heard what is the God has done to you. We heard God 
has opened up the sea. We heard that God has killed the king of Og, the king of the other, the other king. We all heard of that. But it doesn't do anything good to them. But it only stirred the heart of Rahab. You heard it in the message. Just like a lot of people have heard it in the message. But it done something to you, Sister Victoria. It doesn't do anything to other people. But it done something to you. All the other people, they heard it. But to them, it doesn't take any effect. But it takes effect on you. And what you heard in the message, that your heart is melted. And now you ask the, the messenger, give me a true token. You know, before you can, she never saw any miracle. But before you can see a miracle, you must be become a miracle. The miracle is that God sent a messenger to that cursed city. But in there, there is a predestinated seed. That predestinated seed received the word just by hearing of it. When she hears, she believes, and she hangs that token on that windowsill. Then she started to see miracle. And then we saw that the people start to cross the river of Jordan. And then the people, the, the priest has to bear the, the ark up. And they're standing on the river of Jordan. Then the river stopped. And then it reared up like in a wall. And then the people walk into the dry land. The Bible said that it passed over the river of Jordan right against Jericho. In another word, the hundreds of thousands of the people passed the Jordan River Right in front of the Jericho city. Everybody should see that. The whole city should saw the, the water, the rearing up like a wall. But nobody do anything. All they do, the Bible said that because of the Israelites, the city of Jericho, the people, they shut up their city. They don't want to receive it. But, but there is a rehab that is on the same wall. But when she saw that, she said, this is my deliverance time. This is the time for my deliverance to come on me. And that token, she hanging there, she saw, she never saw the miracle before. But by believing that the word, she hanged the token out there. God let her saw the miracle right in front of her. God want us to put on his token life on display. To believe in whatever the word of God has said to us. That you will see the miracle. Because when you become a miracle, then you will see the miracle. When you receive the Lord. That is the greatest miracle that you can ever have. That the life of Jesus Christ is living in you. That is the greatest miracle that you can ever have. But God wanted Rahab, all her eye has to be on that a token that a messenger has given to her. And we saw there's another type here. When those Israelites, when they crossed the river over the Jordan, God wanted their eyes to focus on the word of God 
has given to them. And all those priests, they're holding up the ark on their shoulder. And then they have to leave it a space of 2,000 cubic. From the ark that the priest has upheld. And then when the priest put their feet with the ark on their shoulder on that river, as soon as their foot is put on the on the on the river, the Jordan River stopped, and the water roared up like a wall. Just uh, and then the people walk across to the dry land. When the priest was holding up that ark, started marching on. When they keep it at 2,000 cubic feet, people cannot see them priesthood anymore. All their focus, God wanted them to be on that ark. On that word. It's not on that priest anymore. But those priests, they're holding up the word of God. They bear up the word of God. All their focus should be only on that ark. When the priest Holding up to the ark. What is the people saw? Is only see the back of the priest. They don't see the face of the priest anymore. All they can see is the back of the priest. But a priest still holding up the ark. If you try to hold up to the word, you're for sure your high part will be exposed. When you're holding the word of Ab high, the priest, all they can see, these, all the people can see is only the high part of the priest. If the minister is holding the word of God up and high, all we do is expose our back part. But that's not supposed for the Israelites to look at. All they're looking at is not to the mistake, it's not to the fault, it's not to the failure. All their eyes supposed to be on that ark. Minister is just as the, as a human being as anybody else that does. No matter if it's Brother Tom or myself, we're just as a human being as a human can be. But don't you forget, we're holding the word of God up and high. As long as the priest holding the ark up and high, you follow that ark. You're not a follow the priest. You're not a follow the man. But you are follow the lifted it up, the ark, the word of God. No matter they're human, they have this mistake, they have that mistake. But that's not what we're looking at. That's not the human part that we're looking at. Oh, everybody looking at the one thing that is the ark that they've been on their shoulder has lifted it up. And you say, that's only for the priest, that's only for the minister. Let me bring you the high priest that in the home. Do you know when you start to lift up the word of God, when you preach the word, when you lift the word, when you believe the word, and when you all by your desire, you try to lift the word, and the let of the word of God is taking a hold of you, when you're standing on God's word, your back will be showed too. And you will have a failure, and you will have a mistake. 
You will have a things that is wrong. But as long as you lift out of the word up and high, you go by faith. You step into the river of Jordan by faith. That river of death is going to be a part of it. No matter how you say, I'm a failure. I'm in the weakness. I'm not as I used to be. I'm not as I want to be. Lord, I made so many mistakes. Lord, it seems like I can never get overcome. It seems like there are the things that in my life, why I cannot just let it things to be totally eliminated. You do one thing. You lift the word up and high. You believe in the word. You say, the Lord, though I'm not what I, I'm not what I ought to be, but Lord, I know you have a change to me. I know the word of a God is in its priority that in my life, my whole desire, my whole life is to give it to the word of God. Though I have a mistake, though I fail you so many times, but Lord, by faith, I'm going to put my foot on the river of Jordan. This, you're going to loosen the hold. Satan, you lose my children. Satan, you lose my loved ones. I'm going to step my foot on that river over the Jordan. Lord, I look beyond my past. I look beyond my failure. I look beyond my weakness. But I lift up the word of God and pull the feet of faith into that river. To believe whatever the word of God has said. That river of a death will be an open. What opened up the river, Jordan? It's not that a priest opened up the river of Jordan. But it's the ark. They have lifted it up. If you keep your eyes on that ark. If you keep your eyes on that word. And by faith... You step into whatever situation that you are in. Whatever trial that you're going through. Whatever difficulty that you're at. That river of Jordan won't be opened up. And Rahab, her whole eyes, it just looks through the token. When she saw the deliverances coming. She probably not sure it is her family. Have confidence. Did I tell you our deliverance is coming? Though there's nobody receiving it, she might be telling her whole family, let's stay in this message. Let's stay in the word of God. You saw that right in front that of, of the Jericho city. They live on the wall. They saw the river of Jordan that will open up. And then the people crossed the river of Jordan on the dry land. How rejoyful of thinking a rehab is going to be. When she saw the deliverance, their aid is coming, their support is coming. The ministry has coming to deliver them. The word of a God that they have been looking forward to now is coming to her for her rescue. She probably had assured her people, let's keep our faith. To believing on. And then she started saying that the people started circling around the city. And Rehab probably telling all her family, believe it. Today is our deliverance. Look at armies coming. There's millions of them. 
The priests upholding the word. They're marching on. The trumpet of a jubilee is a sounding. The army with the weapon. And they're surrounding, compassing the city. First day. When the sun starts to go down. Rehab saying, what's happened? Nobody coming on the city to rescue us. We've been praying for healing. No healing coming. First day. People are keep silence. Where's the joy in the camp? Where's the shouting of the king? Why didn't they put up a letter shooting the arrow and battering the city wall? We thought we're coming. We're looking for our rescue. But it seems like they just made a circle. Probably Brother Matthew thinking, the preacher, it seems like every day just preaching a circle. And time after time after time, it seems like the people doesn't making any progress. It doesn't come like what we're thinking to come. And the rehab said, second day, second day. And the morning come, the whole army come again. The rehab with our face heightened up. We're going to have a service today. Our church is going to be open. We're going to come into the church and rejoice and dancing and waving our hand. Second day. Same thing. It's the trumpet of a jubilee. Praise the lift up the word high. They never dropped down the word. They never dropped the standard. They're still keeping a standard high. No matter how stand seemingly, no matter how impossible, no matter about that Joshua has never been wrong. And the brethren even say that the people try to push Joshua. And said that you can do it, you can do it. But he only do in his time. God only do things in his time. And he already said that. Just come past the city. Keep silent. And everybody the second day, the third day, time after time. I'm thinking about the rehab. And how many times he has to assure his family. God put a, a stumbling sock in Zion. But whoever believe on him will not be ashamed. Just believe it on him. The word of God still lift up and high. Day after day after day after day. But every time when Rehab is looking out, she'll look out through that token. Every time she'll look it out, she's not looking at their compass of city. Seem like no, nothing happening. But she'll look out to the window with that token. Through that token, that's all she's looking at. Keep our eyes on that. We're not looking at the compass of the city. It doesn't come. The rescue doesn't come. It seems like the day after day after day, we're compassing, just making a circle. Just making a circle. You only look through the window without a token. Without a Holy Spirit of life that you received, you believe it. And that's the Holy Spirit of life has to change to you. Has to change you from what you used to be to right now. 
No matter how weak you're thinking, no matter how it seems like there's no progress, but you only look through the window with that token, and you will see the last day when they come past the Satan seven times, and at the evening time, when that long blast of the ram horn was blowing, then the people are shouting, the whole wall clamped down, and the rehab was delivered. That's what God wants us to look at. Let a musician come. No matter what situation that we seems like we're in. It seems like nothing happening. But as long as you look through the window with the token, you see the priest lift up the word up and high. You see that high priest at home. And you never give it up. You never lower your standard. You still lift it to the word up and high. Believe unto the Lord. Desiring for the Lord. Is that a word to take an effect? That in your life and in your family. Maybe you have showed your back. Showed your weakness. It seems like there's nothing. It seems like you made so many mistakes. And failed so many times. But always remember, we're not looking at what we have done. We're looking at what he has already done. When everything else is as a crumbling, rehabs a family was delivered. When everything else was crumbling around us. But how I'm so thankful. I saw the Lord is keeping our believers. Well, last Sunday, when I saw that the people coming in, some people, the first time, I think almost after half a year or so, the first time I ever saw them, and I saw the joy, and I saw the uh, the faith that they have. I saw the uh, the joy that the Lord had given to them. They're worshiping God like never before. You know, I was talking with my my wife just the other day. It seems, it seems like before, sometimes we almost have to drag our feet come to church. Sometimes we come to the church. It seems like, uh, okay, God, I'm coming here. Lord, you look at me. I'm, I'm coming here. It's for, you know, for your sake. But now, it seems like we're coming to the church. Lord, I'm coming here to meet you. Lord, I'm coming here for you to change me. I'm coming here for, for me to drink in. I'm coming here to worship you. And I, I say to, I didn't say to Satan, but in my heart, I said, Satan, Look at this. This is the best that you can do. After almost a year, you never let them leave. After so many months, almost a year, the people, some I didn't see, maybe for a year, maybe for months after months, they're coming in silently, sitting in their position, raise up their hand, rejoice, believe in the Lord, worship the Lord. Satan, you are defeated. 
Satan, that's all you can do. I'm so thankful to the Lord. I remember I asked you, Sister Rena. I said, Sister Rena, is the blood still on the door? And let me say to Satan, Satan, that blood's still on that door. Then I want to look at the different people that are sitting over there. When they come in, I haven't seen them. Then I say to Satan, that blood is still on that door. After so many months, after almost a little year, that's the best that you can do. Look at what God has done, Brother Dare. You know, this afternoon I'm thinking about you and Brother Cobus. You have the ability, you have the talent that God gave it to you and Brother Cobus. You can find it a good job. Maybe in a Google and Facebook and a Twitter, you know, whatever. But you humbled yourself and gave your whole self to the work of the Lord. Make this all become a possible. Put it on a website. And put it in the language, Brother Cobus, on the website. And that's it in a message can have the platform that can blast it out. Michael, I'm thinking about you. A lot, actually. I know I didn't say this to you much. But you're my hero. You're my example. You have a way more talent, probably than more, a lot of people put all together. But you humble yourself. Sitting in that little dark room. Sitting in that office. Never ask for a position. Never ask for anything. But just silently come past the city. Time after time after time after time. Let the life shout it out. How many walls we saw crumbling down. You give yourself to the Lord. So many people that I couldn't name your name. Oh, Margaret Glista, how I'm missing your amen. How I'm missing all the brother Roy and all the, all their, their amen. They're booming. They're coming here. But after so many months, we're still holding on. That power is still holding us. The blood is still on the door. Satan, you're still defeated. This is still our finest hour after so many years. The best that Satan can do is a butt like this. But after so many times, so many months of the year, we'll see, bride of Jesus Christ, this is still our finest hour. No matter how Satan tried to trap it, no matter how Satan tried to do, though there's open, only opened up a little gap of the window last, last Sunday. But when I saw that the people, Satan said, I must have closed it down. But I'm so thankful to the Lord. The Lord, you let my eye had a glimpse of what the heaven is going to be. To saw my brothers and my sisters coming in and worship the Lord. I said, Lord, you are still a victorious one. Satan, you are still defeated. Let's sing a song. Let a death angel pass. Oh, let a death angel pass. God's fire save our lives. Oh, in the token they
want to sing the song of Rock of Ages, Clef for me. This is the Easter season. It's talk about a resurrection. So that's the same as with all our might, with all our ability. I, I'm not a sinner. You forgive me. I, I just make a joyful noise. But that's the same as with all our heart. The Rock of Ages, Clef for me. Yes. Clap for me, holding me high myself in Clap for you. He clap for me. And I know this is a clap for you. Just may the Lord bless every one of you. I know that uh, people from the state, uh, that they have been longing for that moment. And uh, Brother Tom, I'm going to be there uh, on this uh, week and, and a Sunday to minister in the morning at 11 o'clock at the Mount of Baker. And uh, I think we Canadians can. Uh, can rejoice with our brothers uh, just on the south side. Uh, they've been waiting for this moment for months after months, the whole the whole years, uh, I believe, it almost. And now uh, they have the privilege that uh, Brother Tom is over there. I don't know if Sister Joanne going uh, to be there. And about there, I'm sure you're going to enjoy the ministry. That Brother Tom going to be there on a, next Sunday, 11 o'clock, and on the Mountain Baker. And the, the people are here, and we're going to stream the service. And we can't come to the church. And we have to be streaming it at our home. Uh, but let us just uh, pull the word of God. And we believe the Lord is going to give them a wonderful service. And that the same God is down there. And the same God over here. So we believe God will give us a wonderful time together. Let's just bow our head before we go. And I pray to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father. 
how I love you, Lord. I'm thankful, Lord. Lord, I want a soul that the people come rejoiceful. Lord, it seems like it is just a short time. But Lord, even as short as it can be, but Lord, it almost feels like it. It just opened up the little window for heaven so that we have a glimpse of it. I'm thinking about it when we come together. Lord, when we, when the pearly gate is open, when we go into that city and to be forever with our Lord and every brother, every sister, some may be uh, introverted, some may be an outspoken, but Lord, when we all get over there, some probably don't know how to shout, but tears will be run down from their eyes. But Lord, and they may be all their life are probably just as quiet as a person as they can be. They probably don't know how to express themselves, but just with the tears are running down their cheek. But Lord, they will be the one that it will fill the tender hand of Jehovah. Oh dear Lord, it will wipe off their tear, then their eye. So my children, don't have to cry anymore. Don't have to cry any longer. You're forever that was your loved one. You're forever with the Lamb of God, the Lord that we loved so much. Oh God, those people, Lord, and even maybe an hour spoken very much, they shout and scream. Lord, and maybe when they get in there, when they're beholding the little golden city, when they're beholding the golden street, when they're beholding the pearly gate, maybe they're just in awe and all the things that they went through in their life and all the hardship, all the trials, and all the difficulty. Lord, when they, the first moment in heaven, Lord, it seems that everything is worth it. How are we going to shout and scream? How are we going to embrace it in each other? There's no restriction. There's no mask. No nothing. But just forever be with our Lord. Lord, our heart is yearning and longing for that moment. That's why we're here. That's why we're listening to the Word. That's why we're desiring the Word. That's why we're streaming the service. That's why we're calling on each other to comforting and to strengthen each other. That's why we pray for Brother Milko. That's why we pray for Sister Francine, Sister Lisa. All this being afflicted by Satan, some by the COVID, some by different diseases, some by the cancer, some by the different things. But Lord, that's why we're in the one body that we believe it is this one Lord. Oh God, but we're longing for that a moment. But while we're still on this earth, Lord, we're fighting this battle. It's not sadly. It's not a without a direction. It's not a don't know what to do. But Lord, we know exactly who we believe. And we know exactly what is the end going to be. Because you are the victorious one. We give you all the things. Lord, be with your children. Lord, strengthen us. Be with us. Lord, heal the sick. Lord, I pray one more time. Lord, I pray that you raise our brother Milko. How he has been carrying his word. And going and put it in the tape. And in their luggage. Going through to the border. To go into. Went into the former Yugoslavia. Bring the word to them. Lord. He cannot carry that word any longer. Lord, he is on the sick bed. Lord, he probably cannot speak it in this moment. Don't know where it is. But as the brother Tom has prayed, Lord, you call that spirit back, Lord. Lord, you bring that life back to the two of his body again. We need him, Lord. 
We needed to see the, the smiling face of our dear brother. We needed to hear our brother and to, to talk about the Lord, to share this testimony one more time with us while we're still on earth. It's seeming like, Lord, it seems like, Lord, that the more we're close to the end, Lord, the more we're holding on to each other. So, Lord, I just pray you that you raise our dear brother up, Lord. We give you all the thanks and all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. May the Lord bless every one of you. And may the love of God and the comfort of God forever with you. And until we see each other again, the Lord be with you.